Paper Room. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Woo. New Year. 2023. Dang. It's crazy. This is my Jordan year. My jo- our, our Jordan year. <laughs> our this Jordan podcast year. is about to go viral because it's our Jordan year. Uh, welcome to the Paper Room 2023. Uh, excited for what God's going to do this year with the Paper Room podcast. Uh, did a lot of really cool stuff in 2022. Uh, it was cool going back and kind of seeing what episodes that grabbed your attention and uh-huh. prayerfully all of them uh, helped you in some sort of way. Uh, but welcome back to the Paper Room joined by Pastor Nick. It's me. Isha Muggy. It's she. And if you guys are watching and not listening, we have another special guest, Miss Liv. Olivia. Olivia. Excited. Do you get that a lot? Olivia. I'm sorry. The pig? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's cool. I didn't even know what that was. Just the song. Uh, Liv, uh, excited to learn from you today. Uh, We'll kind of get into the topic here in a second. Uh, But Olivia is the creative director of Queen's Church. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Awesome stuff. Uh, If if you guys know, don't want to get into it because I've shared a lot. Uh, Summer and I were in part of a church plant in New York City. We planted Queen's Church. uh, And then we came back to BT. And now Liv is... You're in charge of the whole thing. It's Do kind you of, want to come back? It's kind of what's going on. Wow, that's, that was the ask right now. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Just uh, kidding. We had to snatch him back. <laughs> uh, God is doing really cool stuff at Clean Shirts, and I'm glad that you are part of it. Uh, but also, you are the manager of client services at Sirius XM Pandora Radio. Ooh. Killed it. That sounds That is amazing. Professional. Like that is like the probably the most professional job I've ever heard of. Uh, so before we get into today's content, uh, I just want to share really quick how we met because okay. you know we're now we're close friends. Uh, you probably didn't even imagine coming to Texas, especially no. the Rio Grande Valley. <laughs> My goodness, uh, what now four times something four times. like that? Uh, is it like your second home? Yeah, I know. Like more times than I ever would have imagined coming to Texas. You didn't even know this was down. No. Here. no. What is McAllen? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to move it? <laughs> Whoa! It's like eighty degrees right now. I know. Oh my gosh. Uh, and so, uh, so we met because uh, you. So it was Super Bowl weekend, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we were in New York. Man, I don't remember what year it was. Maybe like 2017. 2019. Um, 2019? Yes. Okay. Um, the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, which, if you all know me, I love the New England Patriots, right? So when that happens, no comment. Like. No one talked to me. I'm focused on the screen. I'm trying to watch the game. But a friend of mine uh, invited Liv to our Super Bowl hangout party. Right, We're at a restaurant bar place, and we're watching the game together. Uh, and we knew we were coming. Right, We like we heard about you and stuff. Yeah. We're like, oh, like cool, yeah. But I was like, this is not the proper context to meet me. because He ignored me the whole time. That's not true. <laughs> I said hi, I think. Um, I, I think. <laughs> but from there, it flourished into a wonderful friendship yeah. where you're now Aunt Liv to baby Jaden, right? And so, uh, so exciting times. And now you're doing amazing work uh, at Queen's Church, right? Crazy. I wasn't even saved yet yeah. at that point. When I wow, you want to follow Jesus Christ? No. So that encounter could have turned her off from the faith. But it did. She was so... <laughs> no, no judgment. Be Jesus <laughs> in every context. Amen. But that's true. I did not think about that. Uh, but that did not happen. Uh, and so if you guys are watching uh, video version right now, I am wearing a hoodie of Queen's Church that Liv designed. Woo-hoo. So nice. grateful for the work that you're doing for Queen's Church and for the kingdom. Um, and so let me ask you this question really quick, I guess, before we get into the content of today's episode. Uh, how has Queen's Church impacted you? Oh, my goodness. Um, I was saved, I want to say, like, mid-2019. So I don't know. I I feel like New York City is very secluded. I think a lot of people struggle with, like, loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'm learning more and more that, like, 
Queen's Church is providing that sense of community that I didn't realize. Some pe- For some people, like, Queen's Church is the only family slash friends that they have in the city. Wow. And it's, yeah, it, it's crazy. So I don't know. It's given me this family that I never thought I would have, especially in Christianity also, because right. I was definitely not a follower. Very far removed, but... Crazy. I love it's it. So Because uh, you, like, you were living in Staten Island, right, when, when we were friends. I think so, yeah. Uh, and then you moved to the area. I moved specically for Queen's Church. Like to be a part of Queen's Church. Because it was wow. Without telling you guys. That which was really transportation, crazy. Uh, I guess, That's put us in. Way. Like, how, how, how far was that? Like, to go, like, if you wanted to go to Queen's Church, but you're living in Staten Island, what was that transportation? Like I was for? traveling an hour and a half to come to you guys, like, as much as I can. So that's my motto. A church alive is worth the drive. There it is. Right. Like it was worth it for me mm-hmm. to go to travel an hour and a half. To or go worth to the subway church. ride. Or worth the yeah. subway <laughs> ride. Uh, so, but then you moved uh, to the area and, and now doing huge things there. Um, and so, yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, we're not talking about Queen's Church today, uh, even though guys are doing really cool stuff there. Go follow at QNS.church on Instagram to go keep up with what uh, is happening, a part of Queen's Church. Uh, but what are we talking about today? Let's so, Isha, set us up. This is the first episode of the year, mm. which... Some we might have some new listeners, maybe hopefully. Prayerfully. Hopefully. Um. So for anybody that needs a little refresher reminder, this is a podcast for young adults. Um. Help guide, lead them in Christ mm-hmm. through the craziness of life. There's just so many things going on in the life of a young adult. Just different developmental uh, years, things, different yeah. areas where everybody's trying to do their best, uh, trying to live a life that is honoring to God. Yeah. Um. And so our goal is to help. Um. Just offer some sort of wisdom for young adults um, to accomplish that, to be successful, but mm-hmm. not just to be this, I don't know, like well-known whatever. For, and to be faithful. You know, yeah. You, know, yeah. you can faithful. be faithful. I mean, mm-hmm. Liv is the vice president of... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you we're doing like multiple promotions. <laughs> she is the CEO. It just keeps know. getting higher and higher. <laughs> But, but she's walking faithfully with Christ in yeah. the marketplace, and so uh, you don't you don't have to be in vocational ministry right. to be a faithful Christian. Um, you don't have to be locked up in the church all day mm-hmm. to live out your faith. Right. So yeah, this yeah. is going to be great. Yeah. So this episode is going to be really awesome because it touches on a very practical um, thing that a lot of young adults, I think, right now are either kind of struggling with or just facing right now. I know a lot of people that I've talked to recently are either going in and out of job interviews Mm. or they've been rejected at interviews recently Mm. um, or they're just kind of like, where do I interview at that will guide me into my calling or that will actually be purposeful? Um, And so I feel that this episode, which is going to be called How to Kill It in a Job Interview, is going to be so beneficial because we have Liv here to give us her experience and her um expertise because she is she is a president of the united yeah. states right? <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting higher and higher <laughs> i don't know how much higher you can get i don't th- i think i just killed it right now i just blew uh, the top off and, and part of why uh, i think it's cool to have live here on this episode is because the three of us are in ministry right yes so we can give our thoughts and prayers right, right. uh but it, like like we also want to help young adults like 
like how do you be like faithful, successful and stuff in the workplace? Uh, but we work at a church yep. and the majority of you, I mean, some of y'all might be called to ministry, which would be a beautiful thing. And we want to help you guide you in that. Uh, but so many of y'all are like, you're going to end up living out your faith in the workplace. How do you mm. faithfully do that? Mm. Uh, and so we can give some advice, um, but excited for Liv because she's in that field right now in that world. Um, maybe one day you'll be full-time ministry. Who knows? Um, but... That'd For now, amazing. this is what you're doing, and so excited to hear some wisdom from you. So yeah, and I good. think I think also this topic, um, it's really awesome that it could hit on any age too. Yeah, yeah. Like if we do have people that are like, well, I'm 35, I'm gonna end up interviewing again, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere else. It's a good refresher. It's a good reminder, especially because our world is changing. Yeah. people are changing. Um, workplaces are changing. Rules are changing. Um, so I just think that you know. A main question is like, okay, so what are some like very practical things I can wear, say, mm. do, look out for, <laughs> you know, just know. everything. So, uh, but before we get into all of that, just like advice on the actual interview process, live, what, what does your job look like? What do, uh, what does your journey through interviewing what yeah. does that experience look like for you or what has it looked yeah, like yeah so uh, a little bit about myself i am at SiriusXM in pandora um i've been in the advertising industry for about five years now but i've been in the corporate world for about 10 years now Wow. so uh, this is probably my second job like full-time job out of college but i've done a crazy amount of internships so that comes with a lot of interviews Applied to so many jobs. How um, many jobs have you applied for down through the years? Um, <laughs> I was a little bit aggressive pre Christian. <laughs> okay. Pre. You can still be aggressive post Christian. <laughs> I know. Rec- I mean, I was like climbing the ladder. Yeah. Like that was the you. plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now it's it looks a lot different in my life, but I was looking. I used to keep track of it. There was like a giant. Well, what did you sheet. lose track? I don't. I mean, I haven't interviewed in three years. Okay. Um, so. Uh, in 2018, I applied to 218 positions. In I was just, this year. was right out of college. I was just like, I need wow. a job. Wow. Um, I think I heard back from like 30, whether it was a not getting interview or um, I think there was about like 12 or 13 companies that wanted to interview. Um, so I did. 218 companies. Yeah, you know, it was a lot. You know, I, I think that is a lot. It is. It is. It is. But 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 I also think that there's something to that. Yeah. You know, because God uses your personality. Mm -hmm. You know, just that that lack of passivity Mm -hmm. is 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 something that I think you know young adults could could embrace. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you said you know pre Christianity your motive may have been different for sure, but. Just that lack of passivity is something that I think is important. I agree. You know, if mm-hmm. you want to kill it on a job interview, yeah, well, you're going to have to apply. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so true. Recently, I've been reading uh, the, the Draw the Circle, you know, Mark Batterson's yeah. prayer book. Uh, and one of the chapters on there is Quit Praying. Right. Um, and, and the way you said like that passivity kind of brought this to mind. Um, you know, obviously when I read the chapter, like you're thinking like he's not telling you to like never pray again. Right. But th- what can happen is, is you have this moment where you're just constantly praying, expecting God to show up, but then you don't do anything. <laughs> like right. there's no action on your part. Right. Uh, and so I love, uh, yeah, I mean, you might have gone overboard, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think that was okay. Like 218. Uh, and knowing your personality too, like you, and you said it also that you have it all 
It's listed every position, what the link was, what date I applied. Wow. So it was like 20 to 30 a day. It mm. was just, if not more, but it was, wow. it was fun. And then <laughs> I got a job. Yeah. So that's all there that matters. Go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to get the, like the kind of percentage. So 30 people uh, came or responded to you out of 218. So, so if, if you guys are like applying to like two jobs, like and then you're like, man, I, I didn't even get that it. That ain't gonna cut it. I didn't even get an email, <laughs> no, right? And so like, yeah, y'all gotta y'all gotta build that up. And, and those so. places that I even interviewed at didn't necessarily offer me a job either. Yeah. So, but to your point, you're also like getting practice with yes. interviewing, yes. Um, which is super helpful. Like I'm currently not looking for a job, but. I still think about like, I can just interview just to practice for when the day does come. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I got two offers at the end of all that. I like my options. Wow. Two nice. offers is a lot for me. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. I think that is, yeah, I agree with what Nick said too. Cause I, I mean, cultures are different, right? And personalities are different. So some, some people like me are shy and it takes a lot to yeah. put myself out there, especially yeah. with strangers. You know, it, I had it pretty easy. <laughs> if I can talk about my yeah. non-existent experience of interviews, <laughs> <laughs> um, the person I did interview with, and I quote unquote that because it was very informal was with Colin. Mm. Um, and I knew him already. So it felt very like, and I also knew like, okay, this position's yours. Let's just do like, you know, an informal kind of mm. like, let me ask you some questions basically is what it felt like. Mm -hmm. And so that was pretty easy for me. I'm so still a little nervous. And, and that, that's your that job interview. experience. Your job interview That experience. is my job interview experience. So you didn't care about that interview with Colin. Is what you're so you've never had no, any other job that. interviews. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You never had any other job interviews. Nope. That's crazy. I, All right. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So I, 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 I can attest to, you know, I, ca I can't I, I imagine the kind of like nervousness and nerve-wrackingness. Right. And, and I want to get into that a little bit because it's so weird. Even if you know the people like that you're interviewing with or, you know, or even just like in regular interviews uh, or regular like meetings that you have, uh, it's so weird that a lot of times when you go into a meeting, go into an interview, like your brain just forgets how to work and you just forget everything and they're like hey like you know what are your passions you're like i don't even know what i'm passionate about like, <laughs> like you just Nada. yeah like that those nerves like just kind of kick in and then you just start forgetting stuff because uh, i haven't done a whole lot of interviews my work experience has been like restaurants and things like that uh before getting into ministry um but so i remember when i interviewed for bt for the first time this was, I think, in 2014. Uh, I was working as a student pastor at Aldousa Baptist Church, a small church context. There's, you know, probably a couple of hundred people in the town, about 100 people in the church. Uh, we had a, a, a good-sized youth group for the church, like 30, 40 students. Uh, and that was my ministry experience, right? So then coming to the context of BT, you know, large church context, uh, several hundred people within a church. It's about this, you know, BT, the size of a church is bigger than the size of the town of Aldusa. Uh, and, so, um, and so I knew coming into this that I got the interview because I knew somebody in the church, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I was not qualified. I had no Bible degree yet. I was mm -hmm. pursuing one, but I didn't have one. Uh, I've, I've never ran a large student ministry. And so, yeah. So when I came in uh, and Nick was a part of that interview, mm -hmm. I remember that. I think that's when I first met you. Yep. Um, I, I remember like just hearing these questions and having no idea how to respond. And part <laughs> of it was because I went blank, but part of it too is because like, I don't know how to do that because <laughs> yeah. I've never had to do it. Yeah. Uh, but like, so maybe if you remember, um, I remember I met you in the atrium. 
Yeah, what was your response? Because you you led that interview. Yeah, I met you in the atrium and was just, you know, trying to fill you out, mm-hmm. you know, uh, build rapport. And your interview was regular. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, You're like regular. I tell you, you, you know, you didn't blow me away and you didn't blow it. <laughs> Nice. So, is it a good thing? Balance. <laughs> so, yeah, balance. Everything was balance, you know. Um, but one of the things that that I did walk away from your interview saying, man, this is a this is a young guy that mm-hmm. that really, you know, he's raw, but he gonna fly. Mm-hmm. You know, I I did know that, you know, and so uh, we were interviewing another guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, in our conversations about it, we, was just like, we let's get both of them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God, BT did yeah, that because they wouldn't get, have got me. As let's, for sure. let's just get both of them. Yeah. yeah, see what happens. We don't know what God is doing. Mm-hmm. And so we yeah, got I, both I remember of you. Drive, we're living in Alice, you know, which context in McAllen, about an hour and a half north of here. Uh, as soon as I left the church, I called Summer. I was like, "We ain't, we're not going anywhere. We ain't coming. <laughs> you ain't like Dion. Like, we ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> we're not coming." Uh, but you know, praise God, God moved. Uh, yes, and and yeah, it's been a huge blessing for me. Obviously, yeah. so that was. Yeah. It ended up being a good interview experience because you ended up getting yeah. the position. It don't mean he gave a good interview. That's one hundred percent. So I want to hear like, what is the worst interview experience? Mm that you guys have had i mean to me that was it like well because i hadn't had a whole lot of experience but it was like yeah like i felt i felt lack of confidence i felt um yeah it, it was just a whole weird feeling yeah. for me emotionally but um but no yeah, but i feel like me. what you were saying he was raw i don't know how you would define that mm-hmm. but my thing is being genuine so mm-hmm. if like you are yourself i feel like when i interview people i can cut through you're not being genuine. There's right. something right, going on right. here. You're kind of just like schmoozing me. Um, that automatically turns me off. And that's my red flag where I'm like, mm, probably not. You're probably not getting it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's really being genuine. And I hate saying this, like, don't be fake. Like, yeah. people can see right through that. So yeah. that's probably why you got yeah, your You're regular. I'm regular. I haven't regular. had that many interviews. Be regular. Uh, I always feel confident at my interview. Mm. I feel very rejected when I, you know, I've, everything I've interviewed for, I haven't gotten it, you know. Um, I've been on, in Liv's seat as well with conducting interviews. and uh, Have you had a bad experience with that? Like somebody interviewing for something and it was like... Yeah, but when people are just so nervous that mm. that it's just like, like from us sitting across from each other, you can't handle the stress of this conversation Right. Mm. I know you ain't gonna handle the stress of this job. Yeah. You know, and so it's just really sad because you gotta go through the interview and you see them sweating, but it's almost <laughs> like you just wanna be like, all right, well, yeah. No, ah. but you can't do that because I've been in rooms where people are so nervous. Mm-hmm. All right, let me ask this then. Uh, how do we help with that? Like, like what are maybe some of y'all's advice on calming nerves? Well, on, they've got the experience. On, on oh, just. Yeah. I don't know if it's being prepared better or what that looks like, but just to like, like go, how do, how do we go into an interview with confidence? I think it also depends on the person. I was going to say be normal, um, (laughs) which is literally be normal. You're a normal human being. It's fine. But for at Sirius XM and Pandora, it took me about a year of interviewing for this second job. Um, And I feel like I went in 
being super prepared, like in my head, I know what I'm going to say. I want this job. I interviewed in so many places. And then by the time I got to Sirius XM and Pandora, I think I was a little burnt out by being rejected. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in my black jeans. I forgot. I think I had like a white blazer on. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We're just going to do this. And I was normal. And I honestly think that's how I got the job. Mm, it was just like, stop trying so hard to like please someone. Ooh, that's um, good. And, and I didn't think I got it as opposed to all the other ones where I was like, I got it because I prepared right. so hard and mm. I did so well. At Pandora, I was just like, whatever. It is what it is. So like, I think it kind of easing your nerve in that way, being like, it's okay. Whatever mm-hmm. happens will happen. And I will say, like, God really does move. And I think I was placed at SiriusXM and Pandora for a reason. I believe and it. that is why I didn't get all of those other jobs that I wanted so badly. Wow. So That's a good word. Mm-hmm. That's a good word right there. Because, you know, young adults as followers of Jesus Christ, he leads and guides, you know. Right. Yeah. He, will, he will lead you. Um, so that's a good word. Yeah. A- another thing I will say is, you know, kind of my three C's. Um, the first one is confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are called in for an interview, they saw something in your resume that wanted them mm-hmm. to see more of you. Mm-hmm. And here in a second, we're going to talk about what resumes are because I'm yeah. assuming there's young adults <laughs> who have no idea what that is. So. Or, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll you, know, they, you know, so you are in that room because they want you to be in that room. Yeah, you there was in, a process yeah. to get in the you room. in the room. Yeah, right, so. and so confidence, but be so confident that you don't have to talk about yourself so much. Mm. Mm. And they're going to ask you about yourself, but here's what I mean. You know, most of the times people are in their head because they are solely focused on themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Versus being confident that, you know, God can use you to help that company or right. in that job. And so be confident. Another thing that helps with confidence is I think, you know, and Liv had a lot of practice because she she went on 30 interviews. Crazy. You know. But you might have to do a mock interview. Mm. You might have to so mm. that you can process and figure out what you'll say and how you'll say mm-hmm. it. And, you know, get get somebody to sit across from you and, and, and potentially ask the questions that they might ask. I don't know. Yeah. For sure. But another thing I would say is what helps me with my nerves is command. That I have command of the industry or, you know, I'm a preacher. So sometimes when I go preach at places I've never preached before, mm-hmm. to me, that's like kind of an interview type setting. Mm-hmm. To get good command, you got to know your audience. Yeah. Know the person you talk yeah. to. Re- research them. Right. Or research the company. Get command of what you're going to be asked to do. Get command from reading the job and, uh, description. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it's at Chick-fil-A or, mm-hmm. you know, but get command. Because then with that confidence and that command, you can walk in some level of comfort as you're sitting there and they're asking you these and questions. And you're at peace. You're not yeah. sitting there like tense. No, yeah. Either, that... which, which goes into, you know, feeling... Uh, a sense of relaxation mm-hmm. without it being I don't care or I'm careless right, right. or you know like 
whatever. If it if I don't get it, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's a balance <laughs> there between balance. that, you know. And that, that's gonna be my last C. Common sense. <laughs> I've heard like five C's, bro. <laughs> it was just, it was five. We on five. I'm a Baptist preacher, so the C's get rolling. See yourself in <laughs> and job interview. But live like she said. She went in normal, and you know, yeah. I'm sure you weren't irreverent. No, but you were saying, like, note the job you're interviewing for. Yeah. That's a huge red flag when I'm interviewing someone. I was just like, do you know what you applied for? Like, did you read up on our company or this position? For mm. some reason, I feel like that needs to be said where I'm like, know the job you're applying for, like, so that you can speak to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they ask you, you know, like, how would you be a good fit? Then yeah. it's like, oh, I don't know. You know, right. because you didn't know. Yeah. And, and I think another know. reason why all of this is really good, uh, one, maybe you're a young adult trying to get a job, but at some point, too, like you young adults are, you know, like your story, 10 years down the road, you're going to be the one conducting interviews. So mm-hmm. hopefully this will also help uh, in that area uh, for you as you kind of grow in your industry. Um, just a simple question. What are some um, potential questions that people could be asked to interview? My favorite question to ask is, um, how do you like to be managed? Mm. So I want to see what the relationship is going to be like with the person I'm interviewing. Like if you like someone who is super hands-on, who who wants to like lead you through everything, that's not me. And I know that. And I think that's a weird fit. So that's my favorite question to ask. How do you like to be managed? Got it. Okay. Wow. That's a good question. Uh, Mm. I mean, I think we're going to get the... um, kind of like your what are your strengths and weaknesses sure. which is always kind of awkward like oh yeah my weaknesses like you know you never want to say what your weaknesses are <laughs> right right because then you're like if i say something i ain't gonna get the job right. <laughs> my weaknesses are all my strengths right uh, i work too hard that's my weakness <laughs> um and so um and then in your experience you know so how you like to be managed run me through your resume right tell me what you've been doing well let me ask this question first <laughs> how how long does the interview normally take 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Within that 30-minute time frame, when do you know if this person is going to get the job oh or not? Oh, my goodness. Um, I want to freak people out right now. That's why. Well, <laughs> no. I think a more experienced interviewer wouldn't write someone off right away. Sure. You shouldn't do that yeah, because it's good. very easy for me to be like five minutes in. I don't like your vibe. Like, we're done. Right. But I think... <laughs> we're, done. we're done here. I mean, yes. But you... Sh- I feel like you should keep probing, but I don't know. Some people kind of just know right away if like you're the right fit, depending on your resume, depending on like your first couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. another question, I thought this question right now too. Just I, I'm just curious as from the from the interviewer perspective. Let's say you're you're hiring a position. About how many people will you try to interview to get that position? Ooh, so I don't like when we continue to see if there's someone better. Right, okay. right, right. So if you find someone, you're offering them. Oh, wow, okay. Um, That's cool. Unfortunately, there are times where it's just like the interview's already scheduled after oh. someone already got the job. Um, but yeah. What do you do in that scenario? You like cancel the interview or you interview? We anybody? try not to. Yeah. I mean, you're taking up someone's time, even especially like if it's like a couple of hours after because we tend to like do our interviews all within like a week. So, okay. That's a question that one of my friends asked me is like they were, they wanted to apply for something and they were like, but I know the company and I know the people. Mm-hmm. What if they already have somebody in mind and they just want to do like diligence? Open interviews you still go on that interview. Yeah. You don't know who you're going to meet, too. That's right. 
Yeah. So that, that and the whole back to the practice thing. Like, yeah. like go get that practice and you yep. may not yeah. get that job, but mm-hmm. that's going to help you with the, with the mock interview. Like yep. if, even if you know, you're not going to get it, yeah. uh, it'll give you a little confidence for the next one type mm-hmm. of thing. Danny so. did it. But no. also <laughs> I, but I also pass candidates off to another team. See, uh, look at that. Yeah. That's so why I'm like, go. Oh, we might not be a good fit. You might not be a good fit for my team, but like, here's someone else. Why don't you? And then I would, yeah connect them that way yeah all right super practical we've thrown out this word a lot um want to hash it out what it what it means and how to use it how to put it together uh but just in case there's a young adult listening and don't know what it is what is a resume how do you put it together (laughs) what needs to go on a resume um because sometimes that can get awkward too because in a resume you're you're talking about yourself so it's like how do you be humble but also brag (laughs) uh to where like you know how can i humbly brag i'm pretty i'm kind of a big deal here's my resume right so so what what does that even look like what needs to go on there uh practically don't lie on your resume no. <laughs> I don't Black. have a resume. Okay. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> so don't I'm saying. Oh, and, and then with that, like, how? Yeah. How, how long do you upkeep it? All that stuff. Yeah. So back to the beginning. What is a resume? Uh, resume <laughs> is a summary, usually one sheet of your experience, your education, any skills you might have. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on it. Your name. Um, but it's pretty much just like a summary of what you've done. Um, humble I brag. I think that takes time. What? <laughs> so I have a question. In the skills portion, I, yes. I feel so silly. No, you're good. No. Um, I'm thinking of other people too. Okay, not just myself. Asking. I'm asking for a friend. Ah. Yeah. So, um, so in the skills, what kind of skills would you describe? Like, I'm sure you wouldn't put like sewing and like... I, I can't believe that. So, no. you know? I was the fastest typer in my class. <laughs> you know what I would true? do? And this is just Depending me. Depending on the job too, I think. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. It's a, you're right. So I've seen actors put stuff like that, where it's just like sewing or some kind of hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it depends on where you're going. But I have, I think, language and technical skills. So Microsoft okay. Word, yeah. um, or I'm kind of bilingual. I can't really say I'm bilingual. Anymore. <laughs> I should remove that. What other language do you speak? Chinese, kind of. Oh, cool. Maybe. Can you say something? No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he trying to help us get on that BIPOC. Strategic. And now, obviously, but I would say look go, for, go for it. When, when you pick skills, right? Don't just pick a random skill that you have disconnected yes. from the job you're applying yeah. for. So you might have to tweak your oh, yes. your resume mm-hmm. with action words that better fit the job you're applying for. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. It takes a little, you know. It takes Instead a little copy paste onto every. Yeah, it take a little time. You know, your re- like like Liv said, it could be a summary, but you know, look at that job description, and it might be the same word that you use a million times that does not fit this job description that you're applying for. So it's still your same skill, but swap a word out. Mm-hmm. You know, an insider kind of thing. A lot of HR companies will use like softwares to divvy up the resumes so they right. look for specific words so what you're saying like look at the job description mm. that you're applying for and input those words because it's very likely that they're That's filtering cool. out resumes yeah. without them looking at it See mm-hmm. a system looks at it wow ai AI. AI. taking over the world <laughs> before you even get an interview and don't yeah. use your lensa picture on you or whatever that <laughs> your what that what is that app where everybody right. looking I'm, like the ai uh, picture, oh, okay. AI picture. Oh. yeah I use have a real picture conformed yet i ain't doing that so 
You have to pay for that now. Oh, you do? I think I will so. Never conform it's like eleven dollars. Oh gosh, no, that's not to worth get it. all those generators. Uh, some of y'all don't have a job and you're buying. <laughs> <laughs> you're get paying for lenses. You looking like a <laughs> that's so funny. anime character? Don't have a job. <laughs> Uh, so now obviously with you know you talked about HR they have these programs um, you know everything's a whole digital technological Mm. world Uh, talk to us about LinkedIn uh, which I I know that it's a a very high powerful social media tool like do Uh, I have to have one are you looking for a job no (laughs) it's for professionals to connect with other professionals okay it's my favorite social networking site don't come at me I'm on it more than probably other apps because I'm just always scrolling on it um, but what at TikTok? At TikTok. It's messed up. Mm, it's fine. So are you, so I've it's a never digital been on resume. App, so are do you, you know what LinkedIn is? I know what it is, okay, but cool. I think I've been on it like once, so I don't really remember. It's like a social networking site for professionals. Okay. Um, but you have your digital resume on there. So I've been obviously in the workspace for a while now. So a lot of recruiters contact me from there. Mm. So. I technically don't even need to apply for a job anymore because they could just look me up on LinkedIn right, and see right. what my qualifications are. Um, president of DU, <laughs> <laughs> I'm president, I'm CEO. That's so funny. Uh, so then obviously your recommendation is that if if you're a professional in the workplace, you have to have a LinkedIn profile. Yeah, you should. Right. And I update it pretty frequently. So back to the original question where like how often do you update your resume? I update it pretty much every year. Okay. And I've sent like you snaps or you were you and Summer and you guys are like, are you interviewing? I'm like, no, I'm just updating my resume. I like to keep it up to date. Always ready. Wow. Just in case cool. someone comes and it's just like, hey. You stay you like ready. You here? ain't got to get ready. Mm, that's right. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So. Uh, is it also a place where, because you said it's like a professional um, you know, social media site where people can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But if, if somebody is, is, I guess, hiring... Mm-hmm. So if you're like a, you know, you're a manager of something, you want to be on LinkedIn too so that you can go see people's profiles or whatever. For right? sure. Yeah. Okay. I think there's like a premium for a lot of recruiters use that. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, crazy. Um, I have a question. It. I love LinkedIn. So we're, we're talking about like resumes and all that, right? Practical stuff. What about the outward appearance that mm. goes into an interview? So can we talk about... What to wear, what's yes. a little too much, because right now, if you're watching on what's YouTube, <laughs> you might notice that you're not overdressed. I stand out a little bit. So I would hire you. Here's what happened. Uh, in, pre- in preparation for this episode, we knew we were talking about how to kill a job interview uh, on Slack. I joked and I said, hey, uh, attire a suit and tie for tomorrow's episode. Uh, and Isha didn't read the LOL JK. <laughs> later, I was like, okay, but so she came let me see what I have in my clothes. Dressed professionally. So cute. While we are casual. She is ready to kill it. <laughs> and then I show up and yeah. everyone's in ripped jeans and co- literally almost everyone's in Converse. Well, I got a job. I ain't trying to interview Some, some kind of high version. tops. Um, you should dress for the part. Dress for the part. Great. Dress for the part. So sure. if you're applying at Chick-fil-A, you wear like a red... Um, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just <laughs> go get the uniform. Get I always say uniform. it's better to be overdressed. Would you agree? Okay. I agree. I I agree with Liv. She done been on 37 interviews. But I also would say you need to look like you're somebody that they can take seriously. Yeah. And you're taking this experience seriously. Right. Yeah. Yes. So whatever, what, where's something to communicate that? Yeah. Uh, I have a question also in line of all this. So <laughs> you're, you're like in this, like you're, are you millennial? 
Yes. You are right. So you're like in this millennial, but all these Gen Zs are coming and applying for jobs. The whole Gen Z, you know, mindset is authenticity. Like be real, don't be fake, whatever. Um, do you see it becoming more casual? Because you know, I think I think back in the day, if you have an interview, you're wearing a suit, no matter right. where you mm-hmm. worked at, right? Um, but as it continues to be more casual, like how, like where is that? You know, I guess you always want to be a little bit ahead, but mm-hmm. I just feel like Gen Zs are like, come as you are. Like I don't. Well, it's also tough because like. The last time I interviewed, we were still in person for everything. Oh, true, yeah. So all my interviews are over Zoom now. I don't know what you're wearing. Like, if you're wearing sweatpants, <laughs> like, whatever. Um, but I also work in tech, so yeah. it's a little bit more relaxed where I am. So if you if I hop on a Zoom interview and you're in a suit, I'm like, that's cute, but you didn't need to do that. <laughs> but you should still look nice. I don't think you should show up in, like, I don't know, a regular graphic tee. But like a black tee. Black tees look sure. nice on some people, yeah. yeah. Something clean, you just like look appropriate. Clean. Right. right. That's you look a put together. Right. Um yeah, don't it, look like you rolled out of bed and and showing up in crocs and all of that. In crocs. Uh in a zoom interview, is it okay if they use like a background, like one of those like uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'm not template backgrounds. I'm not overthinking it. Like that. they're like in Hawaii or something or Oh, that's cool. tacky to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's tacky. That's I'm a sorry. conversation I'll, starter. I would, I would yeah. not do that. <laughs> that's that's yeah. tacky to me. In space. No. Uh, so then yeah, I think it does depend on the job yes. that sure. you're applying for. Because Danny, like what would you say if 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 I wanted to apply for online communications pastor Mm. and that means i'm going to be in front of a camera that means whatever Mm -hmm. you know that i'm going to people are going to be seeing me often and i'm going to be communicating with a lot of people but i show up like in slacks i don't know and and that's kind of why i asked that question though is because like i i feel like i'm in the middle of that like i want someone to be a little bit more authentic and who they are Mm -hmm. uh and obviously it goes back to what you're applying for if you're applying to coffee shop you know you're gonna you're gonna wear a vintage right. tee, right? Right. Um, and so, uh, because in front of the camera, like I, I look like what I'm wearing right now, right? I'm in a hoodie and a beanie, yeah. pretty often. Um, and I, you know, but there's moments to dress for the part. Um, yeah, because yeah, that kind of tells me who you are a little bit. Um, all that stuff. Do you judge people by their social medias? Uh, sorry, I just had that question right now. <laughs> like I'm yeah, stalking like, them on social media yeah. when I interview them. Well, I guess that's what LinkedIn is, right? Sure. Okay. But that's their LinkedIn is also their resume. Okay. So. Like but like if you life. saw somebody with a Twitter page full of I'm just full of twerk videos. Yes. And they come in to oh, the man. interview. I have not what stalked that someone that you? extensively. I don't want okay. to. Well, I ain't saying stalk nobody. <laughs> I, I don't want to get too far into this, but uh, there, there was a regular at Kinship Coffee, uh, the coffee shop I worked at in New York. Uh, do you know Shane Gillis? No. That name ring a bell? No. He, he's a regular there. Uh, so Shane is a comedian. Okay. okay. Uh, and he would he would come to the shop every day. He ordered the tall, cold brew. You know, cool dude, kind of quiet guy. Um, anyway, so he in a, in his comedy world, he got his dream job. Right. Mm-hmm. He worked for SNL. Got Beautiful. the job. Right. And then he told them like, "Hey, like I got some stuff, you know, on Twitter, on podcasts that I've said." SNL tells him, "You're good. Like it's fine." He gets a job. His name gets blown up. People search it. him out. Oh, no. And later that day, homie got canceled, right? Okay. Uh, and so, but like you said, like some sometimes maybe that might help to look at people's- This is what an old dude told me one time. Recent stuff. Old wisdom. Just He said, you don't know where you'll be tomorrow, so mm. behave yourself today. Mm. I think we need to apply that across all of our- 
all of our mediums where we are represented, social mm. media, mm-hmm. in person, of course, LinkedIn now and everything like that. I I realize that, yeah. you know, and it's it's sometimes it's it's you know it's unfortunate because you do you know there there are things that I want to say in the moment. And I got my friends on social media, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? That's probably just for the group chat, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, that's why I said common sense is very important mm-hmm. in this day and time. Yeah. For interviews, people that are looking for people to work in their organization, potential employees, they're not going to stalk you like live don't do, but people will look at your social medias. Mm-hmm. They will peruse. Yeah. I think so. Keep it clean. Uh, all right, let's, let's kind of end with this. Um, just some last-minute advice. Someone's jumping into an interview, looking for a job. Um, you know, what's, what's a bit of advice that you would give somebody? I don't know. Besides be confident. Good be girl. confident. Last-minute advice. Um, well, I would say... Getting in the door is your first step, and I mm. think that's really hard. Um, one of my advice would be if you're not practicing job interviews, what I did was I did informational interviews so I could hit up Pastor Nick and be like, hey, can I just ask you about your career path? Yeah, that's awesome. And my thing is I was very surprised on how willing senior executives would be willing to talk to me. Wow. Like they'd be like, yeah, I'll sit down for an informational interview. It was not me trying to get a job out of them. Mm-hmm. It was fully me trying to learn their career path. What did you do? Just email them or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or reach out to them on LinkedIn. Oh. Wow. So just I, like out of the blue. Cold. Yeah. I'm like, hey, this is me. Um, I'm, I think I said I was like, I'm graduating. I want to learn more about this industry. Would you be willing? I'll buy you coffee. Like, let's just sit down and just chat. Wow. And I've made so many connections that way. Um, there's still a couple mm-hmm. of them that I still talk to. And I met them right out of college. And they're like, top top which makes it's very intimidating for me but it's also like nice to have that connection yeah and they can refer you and help you get an interview to start because that's the toughest part getting the interview getting in the room where it happens the toughest part is getting the interview so man so much work start applying uh 200 so 2023 you all have a goal apply to 250 Well, Places. one of my goals is probably to make a resume. There you so, go. Yeah. I need to do that. And a shameless plug, one of the things that we're doing for our young adults here at, at BT, mm-hmm. we're starting a professional development cohort. Yeah. Um, that you, if you are a regular listener of the paper room and a regular attender on our Tuesday nights, um, our Tuesday night sessions, you'll be hearing more about this mm-hmm. professional development cohort. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be beautiful. Um, and it's going to be lovely and full of practical yeah. uh, wisdom and prayerfully some some practical resources to mm-hmm. equip you. Yeah, our yeah. hope is to bring some people in, uh, just you know, members of the church, people who love Jesus and and want to just share their wisdom. Uh, who are in the workplace and they're going to come and just um, do some professionalism stuff for us. And so it's going to be good. Uh, like I said, we we can only give so much. We're in the ministry, so if you have ministry questions, we're here all day. Yep. Uh, but our hope is to partner with other people uh, that love BT and love you uh, to be Jesus. able to, to share. They these. love Jesus oh, too. Yeah. They, 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 we didn't even get into that. You know, oh. Living oh. living for Jesus in New York City. That is rough. <laughs> <laughs> Part two. Part two. Always. <laughs> we'll bring so you back. Funny. Uh, but awesome. Uh, good stuff. Should we um, plug Liv's like social media handles Let's and plug stuff LinkedIn. like that? Oh, okay. Just kidding. You know, <laughs> like if people I was have like, more um, questions. I'm a little private on social media. <laughs> I mean, like. Our- <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it cool if someone reached out to you to ask questions? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cool. I would love that. What's your handle? At what? Do you Olivia know Ty, I think. Can you spell it for us? 
No. Okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll drop it. We'll drop it on social media. Or DM BT Young Adults. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And we'll get yeah, you we'll connected via THAI. THAI. We'll connect you. Perfect. Thank you so much Thank for sharing that. It was so good. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Amen. Subscribe. We're praying that you guys have an amazing 2023. You know, we're, like, we're kicking off this year uh, with this topic and, and hope that if you don't have a job, you find a job. Amen. <laughs> uh, but also know that we're here for you to, to chat, to hang out, to help you process your calling and career. We want to help you faithfully follow Jesus and want to help you, you know, just in life in general. Uh, and so thank you for joining us for the first episode of 2023 of the Paper Room Podcast. Love you guys. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye.